This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers. And 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the Domcast, everybody. Episode 11 and no rhymes this week, but I do have a co-host. Uh, blast from the past. Say what's up, E. Hi, guys. <laughs> If you, if you're from the that, that was a rod reference, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. If you're from the uh, other platform, he used to podcast on. We had our our guy Rod. He'll be back one of these days, but it it was a rod reference. If you know, you know. We love Rod around here. Anyways, yeah, this is uh this is E. This is Eric, good friend from college. He was on the podcast platform with us for like the last year when we were doing it before Corona. Haven't had him on this channel yet, so here, uh, 10 episodes through, I figured I would try to set that up. You may even catch us on the locker room app if you've seen what Beezalls is doing. <clears throat> we may be hosting a couple of rooms there together as well, but that is for the future. The conversations uh, we're about to have are for now, so um, I guess just, I mean, we don't really need to do the whole life thing. I know where you've been. I've seen you. The podcast hasn't, but uh, I guess how has the season been going for you so far in terms of like who you've been watching and you know what you've been paying attention to and do you still hate Mike Conley that type of thing you know all the <laughs> and Wiggins by the way because I'm a Wiggins propagandist and he he don't believe in every time I send a Wiggins post to the group he don't he don't fuck with that so <laughs> yeah I don't I don't care for Wiggins I don't care for Mike Conley um I think Lonzo will eventually uh, be the new Wiggins in terms of there's no no growth. <laughs> uh, this man came in hot. No, no, no. Like again, I think we'll come to Lonzo. I just think that's the case now. We, we. Are, I think last year you said something like, "Well, I give him time." I yeah, him time. I just think this is what fourth year. <laughs> well, for Lonzo, just like what it's about three or four. Yeah, I'm good on that. Well, anyway, I'm giving time. I mean, I think I've been right to give Wiggins time. He's defensively. Well, I ain't gonna lie. When it came to Wiggins, I think a lot of people gave up on him. Yeah. Uh, it's a great situation in, in Warriors. Right. I think he only get better when um, uh, Clay get back healthy. And it only, like, we were actually just having this conversation in the gym. Like, for certain players, when you play in certain environments, especially if you got your money, then it's kind of like, it, it becomes, you know, that progress becomes kind of neutral. Because we were, specifically, a player we were talking about was, like, an Aaron Gordon. Because we always say, right, like, if right. he got traded to a different organization or there was something to aspire to, we think he would probably, you know, put some well, of you know, When it comes to Magic, anybody who leaves. Yeah. Well, come to Magic, if we get players before they pop, after they already 
Always. Pop. Every yeah. single time. It's like, never during. Uh, Sabonis never got to play a game for the Magic, did he? No, no he I think he got, as soon as he got, he got shipped out. And now he's an all-star. Oladipo exactly. tore his thing, but he was all-star as well. All-star like they, was, they, don't, they on a the bubble to get better, and we get rid of them, or they come after yeah, Dominique Wilkins, Patrick Ewing. So this inevitably means yeah. that y'all will end up with it's like a the, station. Yeah, the last year of Chris Paul's career will probably happen in Orlando. Absolutely, <laughs> Westbrook. Uh, give me all of them. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, we'll be talking about Westbrook on the pod today. But I've been watching. Um, I've been watching the Warriors for the same reason everybody else is to see how this team look like. Of course, you want to clay, but it's still fun to watch. Yeah, you know? that, no, really fun. Like that was it. It was kind of like fascinating for me because we watched curry own five years basically right and the team pretty much got better like progressively over that time so i was like everyone else i wasn't coming and praying on curry's downfall but i was kind of curious without the space clay provides without the uh yeah i heard those rumblings beginning of the season oh yeah. look well, he, he can't do anything without the clay and all that he through three do games Le- <laughs> he got to do with lebron doing all that crazy stuff but and right now, I think uh, the last I saw, I think he was shooting forty percent from three. Now he yeah. reached a forty percent, which is, I mean, for him, I think he. I, I'm not Especially sure at the high clips that he shoot him at. Yeah, and yeah. He at forty is insane. Yeah, it would be an accomplishment, I think, for this this Warriors team to end up in the playoffs, which I think they're gonna get there, like an A seed, yeah, or whatever. And uh, yeah, they're just trying to. When you look at the situation the Warriors are in in this season, you come in with Ubre, who's just had a horrible season, even yeah, if he's gotten a little bit better crazy. since the beginning, he's been horrible. You're trying to bring Wiggins along who like you said the environment is really important because mm-hmm. like that, I, I didn't get to really finish with that like when you're in an orlando or you're in a minnesota and you know like if this isn't going anywhere right. and you got your money yeah sure you might get a little bit better or you might try to get a little bit better but that there's a motivation factor like and you know, yeah you got a losing environment yeah there you go that's perfect perfectly yeah losing environment yeah. so you just uh, you just go with the pace yeah and golden state you kind of know that clay comes back next year god willing from the the if comes back healthy that's a contending team right and so they've been dealing yeah trying to bring Wiggins along. Wiseman came in with like what? How many college games? I don't forgot now. Like barely. less than ten. Yeah, something crazy. Right before he got, he yeah. was the part of that that thing with Penny. Yeah, Hardaway. yeah. With the Penny Hardaway. Then he had to sit down. Then the COVID hit. So. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> and Wiseman looks nice even yeah. without the training camp. Even yeah. without. Uh, it is a rookie. That's the thing. Being yeah. that young, it, it, there's learning curve. Draymond Green is constantly yelling at him and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I like to see that though. What's he that? Giving coaching on the court. You you like up. that line of uh. Not the Gasol insult, but the <laughs> no. When he give uh, like wisdom to a young player when he mic'd up, I do like that. Yeah, and if you're a young player, it's like Wiseman coming into a championship culture like that, you yeah. just you, you listen. Yeah, yeah. You you know, the most workies they go in an environment where these 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 champions they get you know they crack under pressure and get nervous. Yeah. So. Like he's in a unique environment because Lamelo goes to the Hornets, where they're just trying to make the playoffs right now, which the Warriors are. But again, we know contending is in their future. Uh-oh. But like Lamelo is trying to crack a starting spot on this team that maybe will be an AC for a little while. Halliburton, same thing on the Kings. Um, well, quickly, we were just talking about quickly in the gym. Yeah, uh, yeah, which was actually a surprise. And God floater. Yeah, right. Just a hundred percent. Like I, could, I tell you, I could not believe my eyes when I watched them play. And I'm like, yo, every single shot in the lane is a floater. floater I, do you have yeah. a like? I don't have a comparison in my head of like a player like you know that's coming every. It's almost, it's almost like as sure as like a stuff three pointer down yeah. the air is the is the float. I've never seen. I don't I don't have an example. Of They're my like head instant. He come up float and it's like bucket. Yeah, and it's solid though. Yeah. It's it's very solid. Uh, I'm I'm happy for New York. We'll be talking about New York in this podcast. I guess, we, yeah, because we have a hundred directions we'll probably go. I guess uh, I'll, I'll start it off since we're like a quarter way through the season right now. Did you have teams that like have surprised you so far, or disappointed you? Okay, you know, yeah. Like, disappointing teams are the Pelicans. 
Okay. I thought the Pelicans would be better. Uh, yeah, I don't like the defensive schemes. I still don't understand why they traded for Adams. Yeah. But I thought Pelicans will be better because, you know, you got Zion there. You got some nice pieces. You got Ingram's flourishing. So I thought it'd be a better position. Uh, okay, Mavs. I thought Mavs better. But we know it had COVID. So yeah. I understand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Best of like this most team I was expecting to see a big improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't Wizards too. Yeah, which again, I like, think they part the biggest. I thought they this should, year. at a certain point they might just forfeit the season because they miss like with six the COVID. games. Six hey, games got postponed. Yeah, COVID was just like wrecking them, and then right. Westbrook had the quad. I'm like, chief, are they right. even gonna have a roster to finish the season? Basically, and apparently, I don't think they can make up those six games because of the tight schedule we in. Well, I thought well, I I don't I'm not sure, but I had read that the NBA had planned on a lot of these games being postponed, and they're they're already like bringing up bringing up some of the makeup games. So I think they'll be able to make because them. you look at the I record so. compared to other ones, like they ain't play enough. Games. Games. Yeah, it's like I don't know how you. And plus, I don't know how you ranks the standings work if you haven't played. Right, the, you know what I mean. I don't know how that. Yeah, works. yeah. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be able to make them all up. But it's a, it is a weird season because most of the teams besides the Pelicans, which you just brought up, um, with the Mavs, the Heat are one that's really down there right now, and then yeah. uh, Washington. Most of this is Butler is, just got back too. Who Butler? Yeah, he yeah. Dropped Thirty, right? Yeah, something like he had a yeah. good comeback game, uh, which is yeah, that's great because I heard he was actually dealing with uh, lost twelve COVID. pounds apparently. Yeah, I heard yeah. that, and I I was looking for it. Um, but, but I guess my worry with those teams is you say okay, like we know the Heat are uh, in a regular year that's a playoff team, no shit. Right. The same thing with the Mavericks, but you do start to worry a quarter through the season has COVID completely messed up their flow, you know, because uh-huh. everything throughout a season is that chemistry on Absolutely. the court, the, rota- the rotations, things that you use the regular season to figure out. And as the regular season trudges on, it's like that gets harder and harder to do, basically. And now it's starting to get to a point where there's some distance between some of these teams. Like it doesn't sound like a lot, but Dallas is three games back in the standing, I believe, of an A seed. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like a lot, but at that point, you're also kind of depending on the teams in front of you to lose some games as well because they've yeah. lost five straight so if you continue to lose this team the distance gets bigger so you start wondering do you get a situation where a team like the Mavericks don't make the playoffs and that it's, it's what well, a it's, great thing about they still have the playing tournament so yeah you can, yeah you, there you, you go you got there some you type go. of I won't say comfort but you have time to figure some stuff out and just stay in striking distance basically exactly because if, if if Mavs in a playing tournament they they could sneak up and get one of the playoff teams. Absolutely, which makes this year really. I got, I, that's a be a good transition. This it makes the year really weird because you. First of all, it's the perfect year for this play-in tournament to really yeah. take hold. Um, but you're gonna have situations where like teams like the like the Knicks or the Cavs maybe are playing the former cha- Eastern champion yeah. Miami Heat in a play-in yeah. tournament, or somebody's <laughs> playing Luca in a play-in tournament. And this is. I got a question with the play-in. Is it best out of five? Best out of three? I, I don't have the specifics in front of me. With Hope the, it's not uh, one game. Yeah, because last year, how did we do it in the bubble? I've I've, I've forgotten. What was on playing in the bubble? Yeah, yeah, there was a playing for the bubble. Remember the Blazers oh, yeah, and all yeah, that? Yeah, and all that. Yeah, I think uh, which was awesome. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't recall right yeah, now. Yeah, I've looked at the exact format. Um, I see NBA, but that wasn't a play. That was, that was the same exact playing as. This I'm not year. sure if it's the same exact as, as how they're going to okay. be doing it this time. Because since we're so early in the season, I hadn't really looked at the the specifics of. I it. hope it's not one game because that would be terrifying. Yeah, I do wonder how you view it though. Like I, this is something I often think of to myself right now. Do you, with everything that's going on in the season, I don't know if you saw that quote from the executive that was like, oh, if any season is an asterisk season, it's now. Like, forget the Disney thing. This is the asterisk season. But because of the hardships that teams are dealing with, does that make it an asterisk season? Or does that make this like a war of attrition where it's going to be one of the hardest seasons to ever have? One I think it's both ways. 
Because if you have someone one of the best records in the league or top, but the people that you know put to be here had COVID and they players haven't played, mm-hmm. you know it's it's, it's kind of false. You know why you're there? It's not because you're the ultimate team or especially let's ha- let's say this shit ha- let's say this happened in the playoffs. Yeah, I highly doubt. I think they'd be more careful in the playoffs. Let's say you in a matchup and KD got to sit down. Yeah, got COVID yeah, tracing. Yeah. yeah, and the hope is we're in February right now. Playoffs are going to be around like May. The hope right. is that by the time the playoffs come around, we won't really be not that we won't be dealing with COVID, but from the players, it, it seems like a lot of them will, uh, you know, maybe have been vaccinated or yeah. it'll be safer environment. And plus, I then. think they will probably be in like their their city hotel, not trying to risk anything. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, yeah. if you the reason your team got bounced in the first round by the AC, yeah. yeah, I think if it was some like situation like that where it's a lot of COVID things happening, you know. So I think I was if you from that if you if you want to take that position, saying it's, it is an asterisk because of the COVID. But I still understand the other side where yeah. people dealing with a lot, man. I think you would have to wait until such a time as like Kevin Durant missed Game Seven because like, of because yeah. of health and safety protocols. Then it's like, okay, what the fuck we doing here yeah. at that point? But um, I I think like throughout the season, it's kind of really survival. I don't want to say survival of the fittest in the situation we're in right now. That's a poor choice. Of Do you words, think it's more like last year, where it's, it was more mental strain last year? What do you, you mean? Like you in a hotel all? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a mental strain. Yeah, because LeBron hinted at that. He was like, you know, there's a lot of things people don't realize just with our routines. To be as great as like a LeBron is, we do certain things. It's right, like a routine, right. and when you're just in the hotel, it's a little bit different. Mental is a, is a big yeah. part of the basketball game as well. But yeah, throughout the season that we're going through right now, it's kind of like you're getting games postponed every night. Uh, it's kind of like just like ragtag with some of the rosters. One night we're gonna have this guy, the next night we're we're not going to. But it also, it, you know, a good thing it gives some people more burn than they might normally get. You know, you start yeah. getting certain players getting a little bit more minutes or whatever, or certain rotations. Yeah, it, it there's a good side to it. It helps you figure things out. But yeah, I figure we'll, we'll have the kinks worked out hopefully by the time the playoffs comes. Because yeah, if if the reason the Lakers didn't make it back. You know, it's for a repeat. It's because LeBron got health and safety protocol against the Clippers. Yeah, I'm not taking nuts. it seriously. <laughs> that would be super nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking yeah, it seriously. Yeah. Um, I guess bringing up LeBron can kind of take us to the MVP race. A big part of today's show, we'll be talking about MVP race, all-star voting, because that just happened. And the MVP race is interesting right now. Let me actually show you, because last night I re- at like 4 in the morning, I recorded a solo podcast, but then okay. I, I, I figured out you could probably come... Um, and Basketball Reference does their MVP voting a little bit differently than like a ESPN, I guess. But what you, this is, what, what's the difference? Well, like the guys, like I, whatever their ranking system is, it'll normally have a different result than what you'll see from like gotcha, the NBA's gotcha, official. Gotcha. But anyways, Basketball Reference right now, I don't think it's like that far off. So Jokic is leading the MVP race right now, which is controversial because people have an Embiid like love right now going yeah. on, especially because the Sixers can't win without him. Right. Um, yesterday against the Pacers was the first game. They were 0-10 without Embiid in their last 10 games <laughs> before that, which yeah. is the whole, that's the LeBron argument, right? Oh, you can't win without him. Right, He's the right, MVP. Right, right. So there's that. Joel Embiid is second though in this, in basketball reference. It's not my opinion. This is what I'm reading. They have Kawhi Leonard third. <clears throat> They're 16-5 uh, right now. He's been having a crazy season and it's been quiet because no one cares what the Clippers do in the regular season anymore yeah after what happened. last year went down yeah then they have LeBron and they have Kevin Durant so the five is really what matters after you get That's out of five strange uh ranking yeah basketball I told you it's a little bit weird but it's it's not that I don't think it's right now at this specific moment it's that far off like this doesn't why is Kawhi over LeBron why is Kawhi over LeBron at the moment yeah again the rankings you know, the way I look at it, I actually just tweeted this before I got on. It's the way the MVP race goes. 
through most seasons is like you'll have like five names but really we know th- some way through the season we kind of know who's going to win it pretty much for sure at a certain point there, most seasons yeah, right yeah. and then if not there's pretty much only like two names that you think it seriously right. it. everybody else after that is just kind of a mention people are making their arguments and it's fun discussion but it's normally like this it's like, it's like one and two right now i would say one and two i would agree that it's Jokic and Embiid, and i think everyone else is kind of a mention and, and just fun discussion because even so we, right now you think it's a two-man race I'm not saying well, first of all, it's way too early to just yeah, say these like are the based two. off this quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based off of like where we are the quarter mark in the season, yeah, I think these are definitely the most likely. Um we were talking about Kevin Durant in the gym earlier, and that was also some of the it's because I started tweeting about it and people were like, Oh, where's KD on this? But I thought we came to the understanding that once because I love what KD's doing. He's like the same player, if not yeah. better, after Achilles. Team MVP. Yeah, however the hell that's happening. Yeah. I don't know what they did with his, he got bionic Achilles now. Yeah. I don't whatever. <laughs> but uh yeah, same if not better. And the Nets are good pro- they're second in the East right now. They're probably gonna end up first. And so we always do the best player on the best team thing for MVP. A lot of the times, right? right that that's right. a lot yeah, of times. True. But I thought we came to the understanding once James Harden got there, like there's not an MVP coming off that team. Did I misread that? No. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. Once you have another MVP caliber, I think the MVP breakdown is narrative, numbers, and who has less help. Okay, so you have a formula, basically, for like how how they vote. I think that's how it is. Yeah, Yeah, how it is, yeah. And if you have a offensive gifted scorer in Kyrie Irving, and plus you have a MVP caliber like this recently one with two years removed from James Harden. Yeah, twenty eighteen. I think he averaged what thirty something thirty thirty. How much you average last year? Some crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's always like crazy. It, it, he gonna eat your votes. Right. He gonna eat your votes. Well, yeah, and not in terms of he's gonna be getting any, but it is in that, terms of like in th- terms of like yeah, I can't vote for Harden's on your team. Man. Right. Right. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, right now, Kyrie's averaging like 27 points a game on the season. Harden's at 24, but probably, you know, I see he's got some 11 assists night. Like, you have the most offensively. But the thing is, the counter is ever. the defensive side. They're so horrible defensively, so maybe yeah. you can give KD some votes because his offensive load, but you can't really say they got Harden and Kyrie there. Yeah. But it's not. It's not like a juggernaut like the KD Warriors. Yeah, that's a, that's you know where I, mean? I was going with all this. First of all, I do since you brought that up, I do have an interesting stat to read you. Did I send it to the group? I'm it says not sure. the the Nets since the Harden trade have a 122.6 offensive rating, which is the best in the league. And if it held, it would be the best of all time. Okay. Also, since the Harden trade, they have a 119.9 <laughs> defensive rating, which is the worst in the league. They have the worst defensive rating in the league, yeah, and it would be the worst of all time. They'll be the right. worst defense of all time. Which I've, I. I said this on the podcast that I did solo this morning. I've never seen a stat like so perfectly encapsulate what I'm watching on this yeah, TV because 100%. the Wizards hung 150 on them last night and won. It's the same. The Wizards. And right. this is Westbrook off of his rehab quad. Yeah. I'm like, who scored outside of Beal and Westbrook? Even though I was watching, I'm like, how does that yeah. happen? But it, we'll get to that. We're talking about the uh, the Wizards game. Um, Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, that's also something I talked about. Is when the Warriors got together, there was an immediate understanding. Curry can't be MVP. KD can't be MVP. Like when Absolutely. They were, yeah, they were like, yeah. nah, we're not, we're not yeah, even looking not at y'all. Entertaining that shit. Yeah, y'all can be in the race like at six right. or seven. We're never gonna put you. I do find it interesting though. Like, just I don't want to go too far into narratives, but um, I do find it interesting. Like the Nets got together with all this offensive talent. And it's like I can't get I can't gauge where it's at because some people are trying to give KD the the MVP nod now, which means you don't fear 
him or this team as much as you feared it in Golden State. You see what I mean? I understand. Because like you're already saying, oh, you know, he can he can possibly win MVP on this squad. Um, on top of that, <clears throat> like you just said, they've kind of been doubted from the jump from the time the team got because together. of the defensive, yeah, aspect, because of the defensive yeah. side, which is not. I don't think that's a. I mean, yeah, I think it's that's legit. Fair. Uh, yeah, it is that. You still got Harden over there, man. I don't care about all that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't get MVP because you have someone on your squad that can probably get hotter than you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and you know what makes that really difficult is who you're going against in this race because the way it's just shaping up right now, a quarter way through the season, you're going to be going against top runners like Embiid, who's dominating, and his team clearly is nowhere near the same without him. And you're going to be going against Jokic, who if he missed like a significant time right now, I think the Nuggets would just fall like out of all the stratosphere, basically. Absolutely. And so at the end of the day, even if KD has a first seed with the Nets, if their record is not super significantly like higher than you know all these other guys, I don't see how it would end up going to a Kevin Durant with Kyrie and Harden over Jokic. And this team, this Nuggets team has gotten worse since last year as well. Mm-hmm. He's nearly averaging a triple-double right now. Uh, just cooked Gobert yesterday. We were having that conversation as well. Look, we could, I want to, yeah, I want to get to that. Yeah, eventually, ahead. I don't know. We want to get to that. Uh, you but can say when I go back to now. the MVP. Uh, like if I had to vote for now, I'll vote for Jokic. Mm-hmm. I think he's even though Embiid is that valuable. Uh, we know if Jokic take a day off, that team look way different. Yeah, and so and so does the Sixers with Embiid. Like yeah, but least even though Ben have offensive uh, limitations. He's still an all NBA caliber player when he's engaged. Right. And Mur- Bur- Bub- Bubble Murray is gone. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> and yeah, that's it, the team, as, as, as I guess your second best player, I'd rather have been over your Murray, especially right. this year, Murray. Mm-hmm. That's how I break the, I cut the hairs between them two. Yeah, because even people, though MB is a greater defender. Yeah. This what what Jokic do besides playmaking and scoring is something that is you know you got the marvel for you know it's, it's amazing. Right. The Larry Bird. When he said that it's not tripping, I'm not tripping on that no more. Right, right. And you know what? What's funny is people like the back to the Ben Simmons and Jamal Murray comment you just had. People are disappointed in Simmons this year I because he hasn't taken the jump to actually be like what we thought he was going to be. But yeah. at the same time, the Sixers at the moment have Shake Milton scoring more than him. Tobias Harris, you got Embiid. Like the offensive load is kind of more or less taken care of, and they're winning. So, do you need Ben Simmons to... Yes, because playoff ball is a little different. Yeah. So, you're saying, basically, this is cool. I'd rather you figure that out now than when you got it best out of seven somebody, and we know Ben still can't shoot. Right. And he's trying. Yeah, like he's airballing, but he's trying. Yeah. Like he's starting to put up the shots. It looks nervous. It looks like... I, I really believe Philly, Philly go as far as Ben mm-hmm. will allow them to go. Cause, so, you're saying, because like, you know you're going to, in the playoffs especially, you're going to get Embiid eating, but if it gets tough, basically... You know, right. Then your second guy is your second guy is going to be a Ben Simmons, even though Tobias Harris is, is absolutely hooping right now. Tobias so is hooping, but I, I need to see this more over time to get him that okay. Mm-hmm. That's he's legit now, right? In a sense, because he was because when he was on the Clippers, he was kind of doing something similar. Stuff like then this. he got traded, and you know, a lot of things have, have changed since that time. So okay, I, I see. So that's why your vote is going. I think it, I think if I were to vote for Jokic, I just I, I, look, I always try to look at the MVP, MVP practically of like where is this going down the road. That's why I don't get into like the big arguments. Okay. Because people are always arguing like oh you know when Giannis was clearly going to win it last year, people were arguing for LeBron. When Giannis was clearly going to win it in nineteen, they were arguing it for Paul George. Like there's always something you know people are trying to go against. I just uh-huh. look at how the MVP is voted.
it on, you can kind of always see where it's going. I think in the long run, what's going to hurt Embiid's chances is probably the games that he misses. Yeah, he's going to miss some more games this year, too. Yeah, and so even if the Sixers are losing a lot of those games, which technically helps Embiid's case, I think at the point, if you have the Nuggets who started the season struggling and had COVID issues as well, they were missing Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. for a long-ass time. If they end up still like third or second seed and Jokic is doing what he's doing now and Embiid has missed more games because of the, the, quote, back tightness that they keep sitting him out with, I kind of think that might be the difference maker. But if Embiid played all the time and the Sixers, best team in the East, I, I think it's going to come down to well, those. Yeah, I do, but I think if they say Embiid played the rest of the year, as much game as Jokic, I just think the Nas will probably go to Jokic. Hmm. All right, that's hey, that's. I think it would go to Embiid in that case. I think they would go if it if it if it stayed the same in Embiid. I because think they gonna go to the him. conference uh, difficulty shit. Right, that too. Which both are kind of especially both. if he get one over the Clippers, both LA teams. Mm-hmm. If they get a one number one seed or in that top three. Right, I think he got more more backing right. than Embiid. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is a- and Ben might have a game where he actually get a crazy triple. You know, I don't know. Off the off the top of your head, when's the last time, or do you remember do two when bigs. this came to two bigs? Yeah, yeah, two thousands. Yeah, Duncan right. and Shaq. I don't know that two thousand. Uh, maybe Duncan and Shaq, or or yeah. It's fun living through this because it always comes down to ball handling, like guards or yeah. well, just ball handlers and facilitators. And I mean, hell, Jokic is a super facilitator right yeah. now, but still, he's a he's a center. And uh, I don't know how much I don't know if you, if you even saw the highlights of Jokic cooking Embiid, but we were having that. Con- I mean, Jokic cooking a uh, Gobert, but we were having that conversation of Jokic being you know super defensively talented, but Jokic is on like a again. Did I, did I say Jokic just now? Or Gobert, I said Gobert, right? Yeah, Gobert. Yeah. But Jokic is dating back to the playoffs has been giving this man just like uh, saying, like, I, like I said, <laughs> I just think we more harsh on defensive player than offensive player. Yeah, we if a defensive player cannot cannot block the the, the buzzer beater shot, oh, I thought you were elite defender. Mm-hmm. It is greater offense. We never have the same issue if a great offense will have a bad shooting night. We never question his scoring ability. Yeah, because you know it's coming back. Yeah, but defensive player, if I'm if I'm the best defender league, but I got to guard some offensive monster yeah. and he get the best of me, don't question my defense. It is a superior offensive player. And the example you used earlier, you asked me like some of the greatest defenders I've seen in my lifetime. I go Kawhi. You're like, and well, Katie will still drop forty on. Yeah, KD I, can still do it, right? Like you, like if they, even if Kawhi has gotten you know good good matchups with him before, you know that well. Hell, KD gave was Kawhi playing that night. KD scored fifty in like he when he was part of Golden State last year. I think he was. Yeah, he was last year. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, not, it's not you can. It's like yeah. you. You gotta put your hat on like this man is a great scorer. Right, right. So it's, I don't like people that criticize defending like, oh, oh, I thought you were like fan. This man is a baller. Yeah, because Jokic, the thing is at this point, it's just it's it's magic. Like he's slow, he's yeah. he's unathletic. They warping time and shit. Overweight, nah, but on. he get he get people pinned under the basket and do a couple of like left, right, and then flip it up and then the shit just go through for Same no as Luca. Luca's not fast, but he be getting people. Yeah, what I've heard, uh yeah, mostly is like Luca, what he gets is his strength. Like they say oh, yeah. he's just like super strong and like very hard to stay in front of for that reason. Yoga got the slowest Euro, but he'll get people. Yeah, right? yeah. Yoga's is got that. He's got He's quite possibly the best passer. He's in a crafty offensive player. NBA, crafty, super crafty. It's ridiculous. Like right. he sees plays before they develop. You know, I don't know if you saw the one where he touched past it to Paul Millsap. Yeah, yeah. yeah like before he even saw him, he just caught the ball and just like right. it's, it's, it's magical to watch. 
Um, but that's also the reason. So you always have a thing, uh, whatever it is, with you have a thing with Mike Conley back from like the Grizzlies days because he was re- always yeah hurt. because <laughs> they say this what they call what's 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 their slogan at a time grit and grind grit and grind uh-huh. and every time they mention the Grizzlies and how good this team is how Conley and he, every time I check in he's never he's injured <laughs> he was injured and that always pissed me off what? that's that followed. Right, yeah, that followed ever. That's always been a thing through this podcast. Um, I don't like that. Like, oh, you got well, you got. He's having a good year now. Okay. The Jazz are having a good year. They've got their shooting together. They've got their defense together. But uh, I'm assuming you still don't believe in the Jazz as a concept, even though they've been like second seed. Now they're up there with like Clippers and Lakers. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in them as being a like a dark horse. Right, whatever you want to call no, it, contender, dark horse. Yeah, and and it's because not as Conley. It is that. Your best player is Gobert, to my understanding. That's mm-hmm. your best player. Yeah. And because he's your best player, but he has no offense, or he'd have limit offenses, I just think I don't see them beating any of the top heavies in the West. Yeah, whether whether it's Mitchell or Gobert, because people will probably go into a tooth and nail debate about that. I guess the thing is, like, in, this, in, in the 2021 Western Conference, the West, even though you laugh at the Clippers all you want, the West is still going through the Lakers or the Clippers. Like right. to advance, you're gonna have to beat one of those teams. Like my dark horse is the Nuggets. I, if you if I can't name an LA team, I'll go with Nuggets. So yeah, so that's the team. Like you say, like if if one of those teams aren't making the finals, you're yeah. going you're going Nuggets. And Nuggets did beat Clippers last year. They did. Yeah, I think it was it's a little different, bit different teams now. now yeah. But the fa- I still have to give them that love. I guess my thing with Utah because I took some time and really watched Utah this week because I've been hearing about them. I had people tagging because like I had a, <laughs> I had the Jazz a lot lower than it looks like they're going to land right now. I thought oh, there was yeah. going to be I thought there was going to be questions with Gobert's contract. There wasn't. I thought Donovan Mitchell. I thought that was going. Yeah, yeah. I saw that going differently, and I didn't think they made any like super like major improvements over the offseason. Anyways, all that stuff aside, I watched this team play, and then I watched them play against the Nuggets. Admittedly, the Nuggets were shooting like. I, like outer space basically in the first half so they that's how they everything. built yeah that's how they built that lead but and so my thing is if the Nuggets and Jazz met in the playoffs this year I would still pick the Nuggets because one thing a Jazz fan will come and say is oh the Nuggets are not going to shoot like a thousand percent every game how are they going to yeah. build a lead like that but I'm like fam this goal is back like Jokic it, this is not a new thing of Jokic cooking yeah Jokic, Jokic, Jokic always get the best to go bear yeah always, always you say, the and then they had Derek Favors on him Derek Favors like bro y'all got me out here on Jokic like, it, it, you know it's and Donovan Mitch seem more consistent than Bubble Murray non-Bubble Murray yeah so. we're not getting look we're not getting I'm not depending on like averaging 50 right, points right, in the right. playoffs this year. But Mitchell, every time he's going to play off, he do his work. Right, right, you right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but I guess that's the thing is the Jazz can win the all their games this season. I'm still obviously not going to yeah. put them over the Clippers or the Lakers. And I'm in a series. Again, I even take the Nuggets. Losing Jeremy Grant, I said that was going to be huge. And I don't know if you've been seeing, but he's he's hooping in Detroit he's hooping. now. Losing, he over 20 hooping. points now. Losing yes. and hooping, though. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you just can't yeah. have shit in Detroit. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I guess the Jazz one of those teams like you got to make me, you got to make me believe it because I, yeah. I never believe in them, you know, years before, and they're admit like I said, I'm watching them, they're doing better this season. But uh, and Mike Conley actually being uh the force that we thought he might be with this team, you know, Mike Conley this season is what I thought I told you I thought he would be last year. You remember that because I had yeah. the Jazz as a dark horse last year, yeah, and I thought this was the effect Conley would have on yeah. them, the one that that one that's going on right now. Um, I think he had a bad start too, yeah, last year. Yeah, Conley. yeah. With then it, I'm pretty the sure there was another injury there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that does uh, that kind of 
makes me think of the Clippers a little bit because that's again Kawhi is up here in the MVP race. And See, I, I don't know why he's up there because Paul will have the same type of year. Man. Well, that's the thing that goes back to the conversation. I know why he's in the race and I know why he's there, but again, I think at this specific point in time, I think he's more of on the mention side, just fun discussion. Okay. Because at the end of the day, Paul George was just he's having a 50 40 90 season yeah. right now, he was yeah. having a 50 50 90 season up until yeah. recently. Yeah. Like, is he shooting? Is it? Can you believe this man? I think they both high up in that 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 type of range. Yeah, like PG's average, bro. He's shooting forty five percent from three. Like yeah. that's that is. That's he's not gonna mention because way off P exists. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, fifty percent from the field, forty five uh, percent from three. He is averaging twenty three points a game, five assists. So my my thought process is the same reason why coming into this season, I didn't think LeBron would is ever gonna add you know add another MVP to the case because Anthony Davis is doing worse than I expected. Yeah. But also like I think Kawhi and PG are gonna be taking a bit from each other when it comes down to voting like pg's he's not a serious he's a candidate but he's not one of those like serious yep, candidates. yeah they're taken from each other when it comes to lebron i think people focus more on the narrative than uh anything else because he's so old doing this yeah it's crazy it's, and it's very impressive but i don't like when mvps get based majority on narrative and they do and you know the crazy thing is we know they do because a voter came out and said that herself i don't know if you remember shelburne back uh-huh. in uh like probably like some months ago came right. in and mentioned that the narrative was a part of her vote basically so that does that it, it's there. i know that but i just i just i just don't just, and he, uh, he does have the narrative this season the interesting thing he had a narrative every year all lebron yeah he, absolutely yeah, and he's now, gonna be all older than everybody <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and it's crazy because i saw the graphic during the celtics and lakers game it said like it showed i think I, I think it was year 18 like the most points a game somebody averaging year 18 or yeah. whatever and he was averaging like Almost ten more points than the next closest person. I think yeah. that's close to like seventeen. He's he's doing his his shit right now, yeah. and uh, the the Lakers are chilling. So the narrative is there. I think the Lakers because we have a long race, we're only a quarter in. I think the Lakers are only like one hot streak away. Like you remember last year when LeBron went on that tear and they beat Giannis and they beat the Clippers, Clippers and he yeah. was like in a lot of people's mind. Kendrick Perkins was like, yeah, he's MVP now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think LeBron is one like tear this season away from like taking it because of yeah. the nar- you know because of the narrative factor. Yeah. yeah, if he gets those if he gets those games, I got a question. He get MVP based off narratives this year. He can't get no more because. Like next year, you got well. This man is thirty nine. <laughs> this man is forty three. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, keep keep on adding the years. Which again, like I, I catch the. But he got games. a legit case. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I don't know why Kawhi's over him in that case. It's just strange. Yeah, and that's what people are. That's what people sense. are arguing. But that's also a thing where people because Kawhi is he looks amazing right now. But I I like where the Clippers are. I mentioned this on my own uh, in the solo pods I've been doing. I like where the Clippers are because certain teams don't need like spotlight and constant quotes yeah, yeah. coming out of their camp and constant yeah. expectations and clippers are clearly one of those and so they're in a perfect spot right now where at you know they're hooping they're two stars are hooping yeah. like we thought they were going to be last year i really tra- i hope they trade for rose i want to see rose in the yeah and that was something that was talked about right Please put rose i've been saying that for like a year now <laughs> i've wanted that that because yeah. i just because i want like you can argue about the fit or whatever i'll figure that, that out later yeah but i want to see Derrick rose on a contending yeah. team absolutely <laughs> that's uh yeah so I, I would be uh, I'd be pleasantly surprised if that happened. Well, that's uh, mostly about the MVP race. Uh, in about eight minutes here, I'll have to take a call. So there'll be a pause, but y'all on the pod won't notice. Um, 
Yeah, the MVP race is going to be what it's going to be. It's going to keep shifting. I think Embiid and Jokic yeah. are going to keep shifting on top of each other. LeBron is eventually going to have that hot streak and interject his name like into the serious category. But for where we are right now, yeah, you, voting Jokic and Embiid, I think, are the most uh, the most likely here. Um, just so you, just because you were talking about how weird basketball reference voting is, I do want to point out that Rudy Gobert is tenth on this list in MVP candidates because the Jazz are fifteen and five, and he's got you know he's averaging thirteen Stop. and thirteen. He's averaging thirteen and thirteen with three blocks. Gobert is nice, bro. I like. I yeah, like defensive Go- player of the year. I like yeah. Go- I like Gobert, but he yeah he can't he ain't got shit on Jokic. So. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> Ever <laughs> the way I was watching Jokic, I thought Jokic was going for fifty last night. I'm like, this is the slowest fifty point game I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> yeah, cause I saw the I saw the game and I I didn't know he had forty seven. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like right. he'll put much of effort into. It. Yeah, he's just chilling. He just like reads the floor like chess pieces, and he's like yeah. fake pass, and oh, you went over there, or I'll shoot it then, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's just very nonchalant about it. Um, I, I guess there's a couple of things before i get to the all-stars um a little bit of nets talk because we haven't had you on for the net we talked about the nets a little bit earlier yeah. in this podcast but we haven't had you on for the nets first of all did you see the the crazy ending to the the game last night with yeah, the Wizards? yeah how yeah, fucking, the back-to-back threes from, yeah uh, bill and uh, westbrook yeah that was like one of those like once in a not only say lifetime but the comeback was like you never see some shit like no, that no. a full point lead gone in like five seconds never yeah. see that that was awesome um westbrook says he's healthy now because he's been playing with one of those quad injuries. I assume it's something like Kawhi Leonard just had. And he had 41 last night. So if you get a healthy Westbrook, they're in striking distance to the playoffs still. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Beal has been frustrated the entire season. You know, all those memes coming out with uh, with his, his face on them. Sky and, blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Beal, no, we've been hearing nothing but trade Beal and Beal trades. But I haven't actually heard a requested trade. Or It doesn't really seem like that. got Lillard energy. Yeah, life for energy. He's not staying with the Wizards for life. He want to be with Wizards though. I I know he wants to be. I think the best thing for the Wizards, like maybe try, maybe let Westbrook obviously try to do what he's doing with his healthy quad now, because that's what his words said. He said he's healthy now. I think they should definitely uh, try to make a run at the AC because as crazy as it is, that's still possible. They have a lot of postponed games to make up. But at the end of the day, uh, the Wizards and Beal are wasting each other's time because yeah, he he's been there now since uh, he got drafted in 2013, I think, 2012 yeah, or 2013. Yeah, he only 26, 25 or something. Yeah, the, there's, he's been there for a good amount of time now. You tried him and John Wall. I don't think – I think Beal is a piece to a championship team rather than an actual – the guy that you're gonna like, I don't see the Wizards building a championship no, team around that. Not, yeah. yeah, you got Westbrook on this crazy contract. He is sooner or later gonna be over the hill. I think they should probably like do what the Rockets did with Harden and just try to find your next day. You know, go ahead and eventually. Yeah. So, I, but I still think that'll probably. Be, I think we're like a year out from an actual. Yeah. Plus, country. because they had this game la- last night, I think those talks have been probably simmer down a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> the they most they win, the, the less talks you hear. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, everyone's happy when you get a win. Yeah. Um, the Nets did not get a win, so now they only they are. Six and three since trading for James Harden. Two of those losses came against the Cavaliers. Yeah. I think that was one where the Cavs also put like one twenty or yeah, one thirty on them. Number, yeah. yeah, these very average offensive teams doing yeah. that. So I guess yeah, I've yeah, heard before they matched up, Cleveland was ranked worst last offense. Yeah, right then, before that that game, they yeah, dropped like one twenty on it. Yeah, and then like the they had Larry, they had a trio of Larry Nance, Jared Allen, and Drummond looking like the, the Team USA big men yeah. <laughs> basically. But it's interesting, right? I haven't heard we, me and you haven't talked much in Nets because uh-huh. to make the fun. First of all, they signed Demon Shumper. I'm not sure what difference that's gonna because I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know his skill set. His no. defense right now, I'm not sure if he can. All he has to do is come on that team and play defense. That's all they need. I from think him. that's his role. Yeah. yeah, maybe hit an occasional three, but I don't know what his defensive capability 
is still right now. He's been out for I don't know what it is, but that's all he has to do. But the elephant in the room, obviously, is the big man. Like DeAndre Jordan is not a starting level defensive center anymore. That's the homie. Yeah, that's the like homie. Like I said, it's the homie that you bring to the court and you got to pick him up because that's your man. Right. And that's how I got, they've been talking about that pairing for a while. Yeah. And uh, he's only 32, but he's like that. Anyways, I've talked a lot about this on my pod. Um, if they don't, if this Nets team does not, which I, I I find it hard to believe they would go to the playoffs without picking somebody up, whether it had to be like Dwayne Deadman or whatever the fuck. Like, I, I find it hard to believe they're going in like this. But if they do. Are you choosing them to get out the East knowing that they have to go against an Embiid? Like, is it a situation where, okay, the Sixers are going to score two points, but we're going to give them three right back every time? Do you think they can just outscore their way out of the Eastern Conference? Because that's a glaring, glaring hole. The big man might the big man might be an MVP this year, and you have to go through him for the, you know, to make it to the finals. Yeah, you're going to eat your ass up. In the- Crazy. Uh, like, <laughs> I watched Jared Allen give DeAndre Jordan hook shots, so... <laughs> Well, based off, I have, I, 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 because of KD, those three, I have to get a chance they can make it out of the East. Yeah, because obviously. Because the offensive capability is, is, is you yeah. can't double up. You can't double nobody. Yeah, you can't do nothing with you that. Know. They take turns going one-on-one on you. Yeah, I guess one of the situations is if Wizards can get you 150, imagine one of the superior teams in the East. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's get, best out of seven. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only thing. Like, And think about jump shots. Not all are going to fall, man. Yeah, that's you true. I mean? One off game, right? Exactly. I guess it's just like, what are the chances that all three of them are gonna be off at the hey, same hey, time? Harden <laughs> been in a situation where what are the chances they all miss fucking a thousand degrees? So. <laughs> yeah, but now okay, even if Harden go over of twenty on his own, like, and then Kyrie is like five. Well, not it's not necessarily that. It is that if you're not scoring, how can yeah. you impact the game? Yeah, and we know they're not great defenders at all. I know Harden playmakers, you can get playmaker, but again, if you're not. Getting buckets, he can playmate, but he's not going to defend. Right, you know what right, I mean, so it's right. like one of them things is, yeah. I just, I rather prefer some sound defense than weren't focus on my, hoping that my jump shot fall every damn time. You know? Yeah, and it's interesting because we we were also talking about JJ Redick is uh it is on now trade rumors. Yeah, he's going to be on the move soon. The Nets were a name that was thrown out there, like but you want more offense. Yeah, that's the no thing. Defense. I was like, it doesn't make any sense and unless they're going to move Joe Harris in a deal for like a big man, and that's also going to involve them getting Redick back. So it's going to be like Redick okay. and a big man. Okay, cool. that's the only way I could see that making sense. Otherwise, like Redick, you know, it's it's kind of like when the Kevin Love rumors came up for the Nets. I'm like, you don't just need another shooter no. like that's not you're good you're good y'all can put up 200 points at some point right now <laughs> with the roster you have you're good um but yeah i guess i'm i'm just really in stasis with the nets right now i'm like let's see the roster and like you said jerry allen was he was he had to be in the trade right jerry yeah allen absolutely had yeah. To. there was no way harden was gonna come and they were gonna finesse that like that that just wasn't gonna happen yeah. to make that work yeah they had to, they had to i that. guess no one wanted Drake, uh, andre i mean deandre this week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers. And 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. DeAndre Jordan. Nobody yeah, wanted him. Yeah, because, like, again, DeAndre Jordan's role right now is, is literally roll. Yeah, roll to the rim. Roll. <laughs> that literally um, roll. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more nets. We, we got one minute to the 30. So. Pick your homies, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> in the, uh, in the, when you draft them in LA Fitness, and you got to yeah, take the man. homie, but you know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be back in a moment. Okay, and we are back. 
Um, this is why I need to always keep NBA Twitter open, just in case like news or rumors or whatever comes up while we're talking. Because uh, we were talking about Golden State earlier, and uh, I mean this comes from Hoop Collective, Winhorst, so who knows? But we we were just talking about the JJ Reddick. The Pelicans are looking to make moves, uh, possibly JJ Reddick. Also, Lonzo has come up with that. Who you you've clearly grown tired of waiting on. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this is actually pretty interesting. There's uh, it's t- it, apparently they're saying that there's no secret that there is uh, talks out there for a Kelly Oubre and Lonzo Ball trade. That one, I'm wondering how you feel about that if you're the Warriors, because Oubre again has has times during the season, but he hasn't been he hasn't but. been good. Um, and if you're the Warriors, do you take this another young piece with Lonzo Ball if you can get it for Oubre and try to make that work out? Because just like how Wiggins is in a different environment and I don't want to say thriving, but he's getting better. Lonzo Ball on the Warriors. What does that sound like to you? Because Curry can play off ball. They could probably play together. If it worked for Wiggins, it can work for Lonzo. <laughs> if it's working for Wiggins, it can work for Lonzo, basically. Because Lonzo, again, as we know now, he's not a he can't shoot. Yeah, he's not. But a he can still play make, and can he defend still? Yeah, I mean that's the that's pretty much what, with Lonzo is what you're getting is like every season that he's improved of shooting. I think I'm not sure if he's regressed a little bit this year or whatever. But um, yeah, you're looking for defense as well. But it's. I mean, for Ubre again, is Ubre part of the? You're Warriors? not losing. Yeah, is Ubre a part of the Warriors' future? Yeah, you're but, not losing. But then man. you say, okay, Lonzo is a little bit of a of a smaller guard playing with Curry again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, that, that's just something interesting. Well, Lonzo's like been. six six, huh? Like six six, right? Lonzo, right? Six three, six four. Fuck no, nah, he ain't no six six. <laughs> nah, Lonzo's six like five, six three at best. I, let, me, let me just look it up real quick so we have it as. <laughs> I had uh, Lonzo Ball. Oh my God, Lonzo Ball six six. What the fuck am I talking about? Probably have to take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, six six Lonzo Ball. Actually, I don't know. It it always seems like yeah, with like him and D'Angelo Russell, they don't seem as big as they they yeah. actually are. I don't know. Anyways, they don't play big, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's just an interesting one that came out of that. But who knows if they'll? Ever uh, yeah, I don't think War is losing anything. Yeah, it, it's interesting that the Pelicans are trying to move on for, or apparently trying to move on from Lonzo because you got Eric Bledsoe there, who I don't think is your long-term, long-term plan, no. and he also doesn't really fit that well with no. Zion and Ingram. Um, but hell, maybe Lonzo doesn't either. I got a question: Can you explain the Adams trade? The what? Adams trade. Stephen Adams yeah. being on the Pelicans. I guess they uh, wanted a, a, a very room. strong, like burly. Okay. Is that rain outside? That was my toilet hissing. Jesus, yeah, that's rain. Wow. <laughs> that's the toilet. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I guess they just wanted a strong front court. I don't okay. know because like that, that's the thing with the Pelicans right now is uh, Zion and, and Ingram are brilliant. Zion might even be an All Star this year. Yeah. Ingram obviously is, but also it's like they. That's why they're winning games. The court itself doesn't make sense really. Yeah. And then I'm not sure once you trade JJ Redick, like what are you getting for him? And because that's one of your only shooters on the yeah, roster. Yeah, I don't get so, that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. We'll see where they're going with that. But before the Pelicans are, in my book, like a serious, make any serious noise that the roster needs, be around Zion and Ingram, the roster needs to be like reworked. That's yeah. kind of where the Pelicans are. Right Van, Van Gundy got two years. Got He's, this season and half of next season. That's all you giving him? Yeah, same as Bud. Bud getting out of here after this season. Oh, yeah. Bud, I thought I thought Bud was getting fired last year. Yeah. Boone Holzer, I thought that was going to happen. Well, anyways, let's move on to uh, something a little bit more. Um, consistent the all-star weekend because I have the little sheet here where you can kind of do it in Chicago Atlanta 
Huh? They're trying to do it in Atlanta, right? Yeah, that makes no sense to no, me. None. Like, we don't. None. Why do you need that? None. Like, nobody. It's not that serious. <laughs> like, we're probably not. God willing, probably not going to have a COVID outbreak. But just we don't need the All Star yeah. game that much. I'd rather see the season continue. Yeah. And then you bring all these guys together, and then like whatever. Just I don't know. Anyways, um, we're still going to have All Stars named, obviously. Yeah. And so this one is interesting because people take their All Star starters seriously. For me, I'm like, look, you're going to be some of these guys who aren't going to start are going to be on the team regardless. It don't really matter to me. Yeah. But okay, looking at the Eastern front court, I think this is pretty simple. This is literally this is as simple as it gets. KD and B Giannis, they are the three front court players in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, separation too. Yeah, nobody's yeah. starting. Uh, y- Tatum missed like 10 years already throughout the season. <laughs> but he's going to be an all-star, yeah. but he missed 10 years. By the way, I did want to sh- shout out Gordon Hayward having a better season than his Ball. all-star year. Hey, like you said, environment, man. Yeah, that. And yeah, literally with Hayward, it just comes down to fit as well. Like yeah. you're in Boston playing with a lot of people L- lot who of, need to improve. Um, and you're trying to come back from an injury, go to the Hornets, LaMelo getting his minutes. But like, hey, they want you to shoot the ball if you're Hayward. Yeah. And so it's working out for him. I'm glad it's working out because uh, it didn't work out in Boston. Um, hell, they're even looking at like Jeremy Grant being a reserve here. Julius Randle gotta be like the season he's had. I'm gonna be mad if Julius Randle's not an All Star reserve. He, he's gotta be there. Twenty two, six, and eleven, and the Knicks are competing for a playoff spot right now. Yeah, gotta be. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's your that's your starting front court. Easy. Now, where it gets interesting is the back court because. Jalen Brown is a starter. I don't care yeah, what anybody says. I don't think anybody's arguing that. One. Yeah, you can't. He's averaged twenty. He's taken the jump this year. He's averaged twenty-seven and five. He's pretty much the main reason Boston is not below five hundred. Even though they missed Kimba for well, a good amount of time, they Tate missed Tatum. Uh, Jalen Brown is a two-way guy. I struggled when I knew we were part of the Harden talks. I didn't. To him and Marcus Smart. I was like, that shit hurt my chest. Like yeah. <laughs> we were gonna have to do that. I was like, I didn't want to have to make that decision. I didn't yeah. know where I stood on that. Jalen Brown is an all-star. Now, where it gets interesting is that last starting spot is divvied up between Kyrie Irving or Beal. What do you think? Because th- this is uh, this is funny. I have my thoughts, but I want to know what you see here. Um, based off last year, uh, that he averaged what 32, 31? He has thirty points a game last year, and he didn't get uh, even a reserve selection. Yeah, that was crazy. He didn't even make, so, he didn't make the All Star team last year. He averaged thirty five. It's not his fault why his team garbage, but he averaged thirty five. But Kyrie still have good numbers. Twenty seven six. So yeah. I understand if Kyrie get it, but I won't be tripping him if Bill get it. Yeah. But so Kyrie got good numbers in on a, on a, a better team. Right. Because I feel like that's the controversial pick here, and knowing obviously if we look at it from a fan perspective and fans, Paul Luca. Treat the same. You gotta have the same energy with Luca. When we West. get to the West, okay, keep okay. the same energy. Uh, <laughs> keep the same energy. All right. Well, in an All Star game, and I love, I do like Bradley Beal, and like CJ McCollum put it, he like he walks out of the house and picks up thirty these days. But as a yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's it's facts. But in the All Star game, I want to see Kyrie Irving. Like in, in an All Star game, I want to see Kyrie. Bill ain't no Bill ain't, Bill, can, Bill can highlight too no? Oh that's cool Yeah but I, I need to see I want to see the handles I want to see the one I want to see Kyrie You know starting And all star But if the, again They're both going to be there yeah. um, But I guess the controversy oh, is, is that They both going to be there In the all-star game Yeah Yeah obviously Yeah facts. Bill Yeah facts yeah, He got to be bro Look last year Whatever the reason He didn't get voted That was one thing Like Y'all, y'all, it's a it's a vendetta this year. If the coach, so they saw the arrow they ways and they're gonna put him in this year. 
<laughs> they saw the error of their ways. That's a lot of pushback. Bro, he's averaging like again. I understand. I'm not even completely absolving Beal of why part of the reason why they're losing. Like his his defense is probably not great. Yeah, he's either. not a good defender. So the Wizards as a whole, like he bears some responsibility that with that. We've seen guys score a lot of points and be on a bad team. And even the funny thing is, you don't even see that conversation with Beal, the empty stats conversation that you see normally when guys have won two games and they're averaging a ton of points. That's, because the help around him, we know he don't have enough help. And Westbrook has been out. Who? Is what uh, that's why I thought they were, I thought Westbrook and Bill were gonna make this team a playoff yeah. team. I didn't know I had no way to know they were gonna be terrible defensively. Whatever. Um, this year I think also attention. I think there's a little bit more attention being paid to the Wizards this year, given that Westbrook is there and given that there yeah. was the trade. I think that kind of plays in the favor of getting Bill to the All Star. He's got to be in reserve, bro. Like, come on now. And I'm gonna be mad as hell if uh, if he's if he's not there, but. You got some of the other, like Siakam, <laughs> like fam. I love, I love like a, a Malcolm Brogdon. He's having a hell of a season, twenty-two and seven right now for Malcolm Brogdon. By the way, well, Pacey gonna have a representative. Yeah, yeah, it's a bonus. Yeah, he'll be there. I have to see. I have to go through. I haven't looked at the reserves in detail yet. Yeah, about that. So, anyways, yeah, I think Kyrie and Beal is the is the controversy kind of in the starting lineup. But I do look at it as. Fans are going to want to see Kyrie, I think, mostly. I think he's going to have a bit more voters uh, from the fan vote. He is on a team that's probably going to be a first seed sooner or later right now. He's got the stats for it. And so people will say, oh, well, Kyrie did disappear for like two weeks. But we still have a, a good amount of time to go before this yeah, voting yeah. happens. The Wizards probably going to win too many more games before. I, I think Kyrie is going to edge out the starting spot. But I'm not mad at anybody who puts Beal there. I get I get that that's probably going to happen on a lot of people's sheets. They're going to have Beal instead of Kyrie. Yeah, I yeah. think the way the voting works, I think it's more likely we're going to see Kyrie. I see Kyrie there. going on. I don't, I don't see Bill there. So, yeah. And he, the media's not going to vote Bill. Yeah. So, either way, I'm not mad either way, but Bill got to be an all-star game this year. Yeah. I don't, yeah. No, nah, we, we pulling up if Bill's not an all-star. It's a bonus and, um, yeah. Because, like, we're not just, we're not just going to wipe our nose at 35 points a game in the NBA. Yeah. Like, that's still hella, like. Very hard to do. Yeah. Um, so that gives you a, a starting lineup right now. Again, it's just quarter way through the season. Kyrie, Brown, Embiid, Giannis, and KD. Now, the Western Conference, I think front court is a, is a bit more clear than it was even a few days ago. Jokic, Kawhi, LeBron James. I think that's pretty yeah, yeah. for your front court. Um, I think Kawhi is going to end up getting the nod over PG, although PG started the season as Better the player. focal. Yeah. yeah, I think Kawhi would end up getting the nod there, but PG would be there, obviously. Of course. Jokic, possibly the MVP right now. Yep. And LeBron is not. It's LeBron. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like, going to the reserves. Yeah, as um, I say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Anthony Davis is making this kind of easy because he's clearly not going yeah, to be he's in coasting the, right now. Yeah, sure. he's, uh, his stats gone down a little bit, but the Lakers are winning. Yeah, yeah. He's, but he's not going to start this year, I don't think, at the moment uh, that we're looking at right now. But again, just like. The East, once you get to the backcourt, that's where things get fun. No, no, if y'all on Bill neck, <laughs> y'all be on Luca neck. The, <laughs> this, the, the, and they were both hit by COVID. Yeah, Wizards and Mavericks. They're both kind of dealing dealing with the records that they have, partly because of the, yeah. the health and safety protocols. Um, but yeah, the three that you're choosing between in the backcourt here is Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. And so Steph is going to be starting. That's going to happen. This yeah. team, people thought they were about to be like a lottery team after the first three games of, course, of the season. Of course, of course. And they're like AC right now. Um, and Steph is averaging 27, 6, and 5, 40% from three. Like I said, he's still, he showed everybody that, like, look, I'm still that nigga. Like, yeah. KD or no KD. <laughs> like, yeah. don't don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's Steph. 
Uh, and then Lillard keeping his team alive with you or with I the saw Blazers. that game. He just dropped with forty four. This yeah, and the side step game winner yeah. again. Um, but you were aware, like, yeah, the injuries they've had, like CJ McCollum, yeah. Foot, Nurkic, I yeah. think it was wrist or whatever. So he's averaging, uh, it looks like damn near 30 points a game, 30 and yeah. 7 to once again keep the Blazers afloat. They're yeah. seven seed right now. Uh, Luca, on the other hand, again, he came into the season, he wasn't fully in shape yet, so yeah. he started slow. He's had some shooting slumps, still basically right now averaging a triple double, but the Mavs are 14th seed. They're yeah, not yeah. winning, they're on a losing streak. So I guess you've pretty much made up your mind that this has to be. I got to be consistent. Yeah. Bill's yeah. not starting, Luca should not be starting. Yeah, that's how you're doing. That's yeah, because, like, what's your case over Luca than, than Bill? Yeah, <laughs> they're in the no same case. situation. They're both, yeah. yeah, they're both not. And the thing is, I guess the only difference is the Wizards are doing way worse, I guess, because they got yeah. like three or four wins. But and the the Mavs and they also are, had the COVID thing. Yeah, they had to postpone. postpone. And so, his number two guy's not there. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. If I was Lillard, I'd be kind of pissed if I didn't get the starting spot. Because stuff yeah, is gonna if, be starting. If he get it, if, if Luca get it, then we know what time it is. <laughs> we know what's going on here. Yeah, if I'm Lillard and I don't start, because that, that's the thing. Like I'm constantly impressed with Lillard. I don't think he's ever gonna win a championship in no. Portland, but I'm constantly impressed that they've never missed the playoffs since his rookie year when they yeah. weren't that good. And no matter what happens, that team is always there, and mostly because of Lillard. Yeah. And right and plus, now, he got two buzzer beaters in a, in the in series in playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. CJ McCollum was having a career year, like yeah. before that foot injury. That was a second. So you're missing 26 points right now. Yeah. And so if you can keep them alive, well, yeah, Lillard is. Uh, yeah, Nurkish too. Yeah, you're right, right, right. Yeah, right. Lillard. Uh, yeah, we we had so this looks. I think that's locked. The West stars locked. locked. Yeah, so that would give us Steph, Lillard, LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, and Jokic. And then the res—I I guess what well, I think the the reserves you are a conversation for another day. It's, it's it's related, but I don't think it's that deep. But you think Giannis gonna be a uh, vote getter? In the Do East. I think what majority vote getter in the East? Oh or yeah, KD. the leaders, right? I think KD gonna get this. One. I think, bro, it's got because look, even though I don't think KD is gonna get the MVP, I'm not. It, it's not lost on me that his this, he's like the comeback player of the year, like oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, and so uh, I'm rooting for him for that reason. I'm not giving him MVP with his teammates, no matter almost no matter what happens. Yeah. But, oh yeah, going by the MVP, he do got the narrative about the Achilles. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people yeah, said yeah, that yeah. that helps that because that's yeah, you don't put the comeback from that. Yeah, yeah. and and be better makes it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think point, yeah. I think if Harden had to join the team, he'd be like one of the favorites because they would have kept the, the pieces they had they probably wouldn't be as crazy on defense right now um but yeah the leading vote getter probably might well it might end up being a team kd huh in the eastern conference because yeah. people aren't get better drafts well i forgot they playing the game so yeah, yeah matter. i think the uh the bucks right now are suffering kind of like from the same thing as the clippers where yeah you, what happened in the playoffs like we don't care what ha- and also the bucks aren't doing that great Not right now all. they're 11 yeah. and 8 11 and 8 throughout this season Giannis probably has his numbers but still airballing free throws still airballing three pointers looks generally like he'll have the same exact problems in the playoffs and so i don't yeah bored with greatness i guess cuz they're still great numbers with Giannis yeah they got to switch their uh trainers or something no what do you mean cuz y'all training him to jump shot but hit threes but he'll not hit like basic mid-range shots we were having that conversation actually earlier we were talking about how again we we, just because we have two big men leading the and who got great post post moves yeah what because Jokic will just literally just chill in the post and give you work because he's that crafty but Jokic also like we keep saying does he didn't even have the fit for that right Giannis on the other hand has the stronger faster (laughs) bigger than most people but it's not giving you anything like that down there and he would probably be a lot better for it because uh like Harden said it is a lot of running and 
putting the hand up so nobody can get it and yeah. dunking, but that that only takes you so far. Really. Yeah, because uh, we had a discussion on pod last pod, like the old pod, that he's talented, but I don't think he's very skilled. Yeah, that's always you been know. the that's always been the thing. It's like it's not to say I would never go on and say like Giannis has no skill because there's been a lot of big players before with crazy wingspans that don't do anything. Like Bruno Caboclo, the guy I remember two years away, yeah, yeah. two years away. Yeah. So not to say that, but yeah, the skill department is why people like you were happy that he signed that contract because you were saying it's your fault. Yeah, like a lot of what's happened is it's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it's on, a lot of this is on you. The, the play style, right. the, why a team is able to shut you out like that in the playoffs, it has to do a lot with you. So I knew other people that were like, yeah, no, nah, he can't just like skid on the bucks. And part of this is <laughs> this is he doesn't have an Anthony Davis teammate or yeah. a uh, you know Clay Thompson. Too. Well. Whatever he doesn't have yeah. a superstar MVP teammate with him, right. but still though a lot of this is is on you and people aren't. I don't think people are really even looking for the Bucks that much in the like to come out of the East. It seems like people have gravitated more towards the Sixers and Nets because we just assume the Bucks are going to get shut out by by somebody. Yeah, we, I guess we we're not we bored by the Bucks now. We yeah. saw we saw your your thing after two years. Yeah, we saw like, your show, so it's like ah, right, cool. <laughs> yeah, cut hit, hit us up when uh when you know when the, yeah when it gets back when it. I think maybe maybe it'll sneak Make up a on new us. season. Yeah, Saudi episodes. <laughs> Facts. Um, let me look up and see if there's any more before we head up to the standings. Marcus Smart, just some housekeeping. Marcus Smart, thankfully, did not rupture his Achilles. I was a thousand percent sure he did in the Lakers game that the Lakers nearly won. It looked like his calf exploded, same way as KD, same way as Dwight Powell. Turned out being a calf tear, which somehow was just one. I had a question. For you. Yeah, go who's ahead. more valuable on in that team? Tatum or Smart? Yeah, I knew that shit was coming. <laughs> it, look, Marcus Smart is the Draymond Green of this team, right? You remember how crazy the Warriors used to look without Draymond Green yeah, yeah, at yeah. certain times? Yeah, we need Marcus Smart. That's why I was ready to give up on the season because I was like, we lose right. Marcus Smart, we have no chance in hell of upsetting anybody. Okay. Not, he saved us in some playoff games last year. He's the great part of the defense, improved three point shooter. We can't do shit. Also, on the other hand, like, fam, if Tatum had, I don't want to put it out into the universe. If Tatum went out tomorrow for the rest of the season, we also aren't going anywhere. Like Jalen Brown will sprout and you know he'll do his thing, but we're not going anywhere without it either, really. Yeah, I feel like you haven't answered it though. Tatum is the future MVP candidate, obviously. So, so if you're Tatum, asking who I have, if you're asking who I no, trade, I said who's more valuable. I mean, that, Tatum, Tatum by Tatum by default would be more valuable. He's the future okay. MVP candidate. Like okay. if if it right now was like a you have to trade a, a player off this team, like fam, I'm not trading Tatum over like Smart. I'm trading Marcus Smart, obviously. Okay, but he's my favorite Celtics. My favorite Celtics, and uh, I, it's important. To this specific Celtics team, the way it's built right now, Marcus Smart has like a significant value to it. Like the way we are right now and trying to make a run, if we have any hope at a run, yeah, Marcus Smart is absolutely, you've got to be present. Okay. But also like in the future, yeah, Tatum Brown is our, Marcus Smart might not be here one day, you know, he also might not be here one day. Is it is it equivalent to Draymond and Clay? How do you mean? Like, could people say Draymond the most important warrior? Yeah, for the culture and for the the uh, the defense because the yeah, the systems they run, but we yeah. know Clay is more valuable because it's yeah, like it, Kyle never put Curry in because it's a stupid question, right? But more of a Clay, like bringing it back to 2016. I don't think anybody would have said they had a better chance of winning that the, uh, closing out the Cavaliers if Draymond was playing instead and, of Clay. And Clay wasn't. Yeah, nobody's saying that, right? <laughs> and Dray plays an important part, but like if you had to pick, like one of these guys got to sit and you got to try to win the series. Like obviously you 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 get you you're sitting. Like, come on! Now. Uh, yeah. But these culture guys are important, you know. Just because, just because I'm not, just because I'm not trading my MVP over our culture guys, don't diminish their importance. So smart is more valuable than Brown, then. No. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. Yeah. What's the standings, man? 
<laughs> you know, Tatum and Brown is all right. Look, five years from now, Tatum and Brown, there might not be anybody else on this team in five years but Tatum and Brown. Like, we might have something totally different around them. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, but those guys got to be there. Like, that's what we're banking on in the future. You get, I'm surprised you got that quick. I, I thought you would say, well, Brown is the more in the better player, but I thought Smart was still yeah, more valuable. You know, the, 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 but you have Tatum there. The semantics of all of it, you know, okay, it's cool. like, bro, like, you gotta have your dude, quick, like, yeah, no, Brown. yeah, come on, now. Right. these are Jalen uh, Brown took the star jump, you know, it, uh, it is weird. Somebody brought up like, Jay, you realize Jalen Brown is going to be starting in an All Star game before Tatum got to start, like that's kind of that is kind of weird to yeah, think about. You always assumed yeah. it would be Tatum. Um, yeah, did want to just give a couple of uh, just cutting more housekeeping. The is there something that I wanted to say about the Celtics and Lakers game? Not really. That was misery. Kimball Walker had like two points, but he don't have his legs under him right now. He had yeah. a great step back attempt there at That's the end. That's his go-to move. Yeah, too. I thought it was good. Like I yeah. saw it fall. I, I saw it go in before it missed. Like yeah. I, I swear it was good. I thought yeah. we won. And then the Tice missed a tip. It was a good game, um, but we were missing Marcus Smart, so we have an excuse. I'll take that excuse. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. Did you hear Dennis Smith actually he asked? Yeah, he asked to play for the G League. I commend that. I commend it because he's he not was a high pick too. Are you tenth. Yeah, something like that, right? And uh, he's yeah, he's had a rough go of it since Luca displaced him from the Mavericks. What is his What is his skill set? I mean, he's besides athletic. the athletic dunking, yeah, I mean, he's got, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Got to go work because he doesn't play a lot. Is the thing you know he's not in a situation where he's even playing. The G League's doing yeah, you a bubble. Get PT in the Knicks, bro. Yeah, the G, the G League is doing a bubble. Um, and yeah, the Knicks, especially the way Tom Thibodeau runs a lineup, like they drafted Obi Toppin in the lottery, and I thought immediately he was starting, and then Julius Randle becomes All Star. That's who yeah. Tom Thibodeau put out there. Uh, he's probably going to be the All Star. Siakam might not be an All Star. Julius Randle could be. That's hey, that's crazy. We in the winning world um, these days. Right? For for one of the weird. Rare times ever the Knicks have positive things going on, yeah. like quickly Randall and their defense is actually pretty good too. So and I didn't have them as a playoff team, but they could be there. Um, yeah, quickly just to note his last two games, both twenty five points in both of them, plenty of floaters in between, <laughs> nothing but floaters. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to Dennis Smith, self awareness for you know because he won't get to play otherwise, and that's how you fall out of the league basically. Yeah. Um, Speaking of falling out of the league, I wanted to get your thoughts. We've talked about it briefly, but uh, the Magruder, did I say his name right? Rodney Magruder. Yeah, Magruder, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of Scooter Magruder. Yeah. Probably so, that. No, nah, it's Rodney Magruder. Um, and the, the Clay Thompson and Draymond just cooking that happened. Some people had like issues with how that dialogue went down, but I wanted to know like how you thought about what it. What part was the issue? The comments Well, Clay or, Tom, people had an issue with Clay Thompson being in the booth. Just talk, talking that good shit, but you heard the rant talking the good shit. Where from the safety of the booth, they say that's one. They also say Clay Thompson. They note how when he's uh, got a confrontation on court, like I don't know, you probably don't remember because I didn't. But in 2018, him and LeBron got into like a little like talking match in the finals. Yeah, I remember that. And Clay Thompson was kind of like walking around in circles, but he wouldn't look LeBron yeah. in his face. I just said like, look, when people get adrenaline going, they, we all do different things when we get yeah. hyped. I just like, I don't know, maybe that's Clay Thompson's thing. But he would, but yeah, it was noted he would not look LeBron really in his right. in his face. He was kind. Of like walking, so that's a problem. But number three, it seemed like what people really got sensitive over was uh, you're basically talking about this guy and you know not being able to feed his family, essentially saying he's oh, gonna oh, be out of the league. That's where they bro. <laughs> 
feed your family. You're not trying to hear that. No, man, <laughs> it's trash talk. I, I'm not like what you want from me, man. Feed, well, when nobody, when people trash, they don't talk about their personal like, oh, you can't feed your family if I lose my job because he said something, something that something, some. Tra- I don't get. I understand the issue here. I will I'm surprised Clay Clay's not the type to, to get spicy like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You don't really hear it, yeah. and uh, it happened just for the backstory for y'all. Magruder uh, was taking up for a teammate or something like that, and then Clay Thompson caught wind of it, and you know was like, "Yeah, he's talking like he's good or something. He's probably mad. He's going to be out of the league in a few years." <laughs> That's shit a like, funny yeah. shit. Though. Hey, he was going in, and then yeah, t- Twitter did get sensitive over that part about the. But I, I will note that I just went and did a quick basketball reference search when I saw the sensitivity that was going on. He, Magruder in his short career has made $8 million. He's got he's on a $10 million contract right now. He's straight. He's, he yeah. he's got five coming this year, five coming next year, not to count his pockets or anything. I'm just saying, like, yeah, maybe he – Clay Thompson might even be right. Magruder might not be in a league that yeah, much longer. I thought he was Philly or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was playing with the <laughs> And if you know you're you're like it looks like his career might be short. And if you know that, and you also say you got ten million dollars coming, like there's there's plans you there's worse situations you can be in. (laughs) Well, it's one of the things like normal people just don't have that type of sympathy when it comes to millionaires. Like I don't, don't, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not tripping on that. Yeah, especially because it's trash talking. I've heard worse. Like Josh Smith said something like that years ago. Did he? I I don't know. I can't feel my family on eight. That was that was Sprewell way back in like forever ago. Josh Smith said some stupid shit like that. But yeah, like the fact that you can't feel your family, you made millions of dollars over yeah. your career. I'm like, look, I understand how players go broke and like the financial literacy part of this whole thing. I get that, but also I'm like, yeah, like look, this was trash talk, yeah. and also I think he can manage. It. And it's not ten; that, he's not that's gross. The ten million dollars. Right. That's obviously that splits up into something smaller. But like, I wish for the next two years of my life, like I saw, like okay, you know what, I got a couple million dollars coming. I might not ever make that much again, but I could make some plans. You Shed know, your tears <laughs> for your financial advisor, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Magruder gonna be all right, y'all. Yeah. I mean, then Draymond went and flamed him after that too. It was like, yeah, this this it was his word. Did you see Draymond Green's press no, conference? You didn't one. see it? No. Oh, he went off for like a straight minute. He oh, was like, buddy, yeah, Magruder. Wow. He was like, yeah, and then we get to the end of the game, and Rodney Magruder's supposed to be the fucking tough guy. Like, we supposed to be scared of Rodney Magruder? Like, he went off for like a whole minute and a half about it. <laughs> so it wasn't just Clay. It was also that. And I didn't ever heard a, a clap back from a Gruder. Um, yeah, he, he had he in no position to. Yeah, like what are you gonna say, Clay and Dre? Yeah, really? we can say that's why you tore your Achilles. That's, yeah, that'd be some fucked up. That's shit. what Glenn Davis said actually. Basically, I don't know if you saw that Glenn oh, Davis. Glenn Davis uh, in the Instagram comment section, he was like, "Yeah, that's why he's sitting there hurt or something like that." I don't know why Glenn Davis chose that hill yeah, to die on because it's like as a baller, you know, as an athlete, you know, yeah, some fuck shit like that's that. That's kind of weird. Glenn Davis is a Celtic, so I gotta like <laughs> move that over. Yes. Wild Yeah, that's strange. Well, anyways, I did want to get on that talk because that was that was fun. Just reading the uh, reactions to that, um, that was funny. But again, I grew up with KG on my team, and I heard some of the shit he said. And I think he said, Cheerios, yeah, a lot worse. That. Yeah, like KG said a lot of shit worse. Like the story with Joe Kim Noah. With uh, you hadn't heard about it? No, you didn't. Um, well, that came up in my mind because Emmanuel quickly yesterday came into the game. And uh, shook Lou Williams' hands, and he told him, like, you were one of my favorite players. Oh, yeah, and Lou yeah, Williams, yeah, like, dapped him up and shit like that. Yeah. And it made me think about the Kevin Garnett story where Noah was, like, a rookie. Yeah. And he said, oh, like, yeah. She told KG, like, yeah, man, you got to show me that that shot or whatever, you know, the post shot. Like, teach him, basically. Yeah. Asking for guidance. And KG was said, he said some KG shit. He yeah. was like, fuck you, bitch-ass nigga. Some shit yes, like that. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, as, like, a, as a, I can't believe you never heard that one. You no, ever, not that's that. crazy, yeah. Imagine you got posters of this guy on your wall and your first game against him, you try to, like, yeah. Seek mentorship, and he's like, it's a "Welcome to the league moment." I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Noah hate, hates him to that day because uh, 
I guess the alternative there is you can make KG respect you by saying fuck you too right to his face like that KG I probably, think KG that type of person yeah he probably yeah. respect you but also like you know take that's kind of hard because like I just saw you on my wall you know yeah. just, it's kind of it's difficult to just pull that out probably caught him off guard too anyways that that was a that I think shit. Tim Duncan said on the podcast yeah KG you gotta let know you ain't no bitch and yeah he yeah exactly if he elbow you in the neck you don't do nothing. <laughs> 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 You'll keep doing it, you know? yeah. Yeah, because like again, these, a lot of those players, especially the superstars, they had egos like that. And yeah. they test players. Like I remember Kobe talking about how Shaq would test guys, and like he don't respect you if he could punk you. But you know, Shaq is also like what seven four or some shit like yeah, that. Who, so who will step to that. Yeah, yeah. Like you're the rookie on the team. Like or you trying to make you on a practice squad or some shit. Like yeah. Shaq testing you. Like where, which way do you go there? Yeah, right. But. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, there's that's uh, that's a thing that certain players do is like tests, I guess, and you know it's ego driven. Oh, that's speaking of one more topic because I I talked about it, but I did want your opinion on Shaq's uh, Shaq's fuckery over the last like three weeks, I guess, with talking oh, man, hate type shit. Yeah, yeah, and what he said to Donovan Mitchell. I'm assuming some of you. Yeah, I heard. I, I was watching uh, the broadcast actually. He oh, said so it before it off. He said it before the segment. Uh huh. But I feel like he had to say it again because yeah, he's here now. Oh, so that's the context. I think it was more like, oh, shit, well, you know, cuz you said it. So he <laughs> he regurgitated it, but the way he said it's mad awkward. Yeah. I said you wasn't good enough, but how what you say about that? Like, <laughs> what kind of shit is that, man? Okay, I think well, he just dropped 30 something. Yeah, and a win. They have a good season. About, <laughs> the, the, I will say the context does help because I was not watching the actual broadcasts at the end yeah, yeah. there. So I get it from the perspective of he said it. Off of yeah, uh, because they're talking about is Mitchell super like super the worst yeah. is ranking at. So he didn't want to have the fake energy of like yeah, an interview after that. I get it, but also I always say on this podcast, everything in life is optics, and the fact yeah, that yeah. it came from Shaq, knowing how he and Charles Barkley constantly talk about today's players, right, it just right. kind of it just kind of seemed like you know you throw that yeah. on the pile with. The I saw the KD response and then LeBron response. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, KD don't like them at all. Because that also go back to the the, the, the Gobert contract. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, like it's kind of like always something, basically. Right. But I just think Shaq is one. I think I I go to this point where once you were all time great, there's certain things you expect others to to be, but they it's not they not you, man. Yeah, exactly. Like they not you. So when you see a player of Gobert caliber, caliber getting money you probably never seen, and he have no none of the weapons you have, some shit you just can't 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 calculate in your brain. You're like you can't you can never understand it because how you got your bread and how dominant you was, you expect others to fall, especially big men. Right, right. When yeah. you see a non-offensive player get this type of money coming from a viewpoint of Shaq it's like huh yeah it seems very insecure almost like my theory is like I think Shaq because like you're not going broke you got plenty of money and investment so you're not you know the money thing whatever I always say though like Shaq I think deep down Shaq knows he could have been and was supposed to be even greater than he was because when I look back and and MVPs are circumstantial that's insane yeah, but the credit he had. Yeah, 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 the four championships. But you would expect some more MVPs. Yeah. There was parts of his career where laziness clearly was a factor. Yeah, so I think, yeah. yeah, just the way I wouldn't say I wouldn't bring it up any other in any other time. But I do think it comes off as a little bit insecure now when yeah. he's constantly. He's always and not even just that. You know, when he gets bitchy with Charles Barkley, basically, you know, sometimes when they're debating and then Shaq snaps about his rings. How many? Yeah, rings that's always his end argument. Yeah, back. right. Like Charles, you got rings. Yeah, right. Like Charles right. Barkley say anything and be like, well, I got four rings, so you can't talk. Like, nigga, damn. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
just because uh, I forgot we did have one question at the end before. Uh, I guess I, I guess I do the question now before the standings. Um, the question I always take questions for at the end of the podcast, but most people ask things that I was going to talk about anyways that we did talk about. And uh, Sino asked, "What two things do you value most in a player? As in confidence, efficiency, volume, availability, defense, etc. Like what you personally like? What are you valuing the most?" If you can come up with one or two things for me, it was specifically like I like all, I mostly to see what players do without the ball. Like I off highly ball. value that. Yeah. So yeah. off ball and shot making are my my two most important things because I see players that are good at one and not good at the other. Like excellent shot maker, but they don't do anything else. You know, when well, you say shot making, not necessarily shooting. Well, no, no, just shot making ability in terms of kind of like how yeah. we were talking about earlier where. Uh, no matter how good the defender is, like, Jokic is going to go out and get you shots. KD is going to go out and get you shots. Like, I value, like, shot-making ability because you're always going to be able to get that off no matter if the defense – you have a better chance, you know. Like, defense is – the defense is never going to be able to stop a lead offense consistently. Right. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, you're always going to be able to get that uh, off. IQ. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess IQ, IQ falls into, like, awareness. Mm-hmm. If you can't be – you don't got to be a great defender, but you got to be aware – same as offensively, just have some type of IQ. Mm-hmm. Don't make mistakes, but right. let them beat you, but don't beat yourself type. Right. And I do like efficiency. Mm. I like okay. people that's consistent. You know, you could be great at one thing, but if you're not consistent, I guess that's not really efficiency, but consistency. Mm-hmm. You okay. Know? So that's my two things. But you have great off ball is so underrated. Yeah, it is because right. that was like my main question. With I mean, and the the Nets are gonna have their offense. I hate when they out. say all Curry do is shoot. I really hate that. Yeah, like, I don't even know who still says that anymore. Like, yeah, yeah like <laughs> this off, point. like people don't appreciate off ball. Off ball things. Yeah. No, I watched Curry last week cross two people without the ball. Like he that's was insane. Yeah, he was yeah. moving and like just doing the juke and like he got two people going one way. He didn't have the ball yet, and well, so yeah, that kind of thing. Whether it's and it don't even have to be like elite, like juking and like you. Besides Kurt, who else is a great off ball player? When you talk about like great off ball, that's why that's why I was going with it. It doesn't just have to be like moving around without it. It's you know knowing when to cut, knowing the right time to cut, yeah. uh, setting intelligent screens, yeah. being able to improvise. Like you kind of have to do in the Warriors' offense because that was like what they were struggling with at the beginning and trying to get Curry open shots. Is that what the Warriors run? It's not always just like set point a point b plays it's kind of like you got to be able to see what's happening and be able to you know move somewhere on the floor or set a screen here so that's why i value that so much not so much just being able to get open four or three but literally knowing what to do when you don't have the basketball that's part of iq yeah that is that is because every player don't have things are very interchangeable yeah yeah absolutely because every player don't have like the iq you'd be great at that and I mean, there was a story where Amari Stoudemire, not to say he didn't have, like, basketball IQ, but he admitted, like, coming out of high school, like, he didn't know, like, certain basic basketball terms. Going yeah. into the NBA, right. there was, like, certain things he didn't know what they were. Or, right. yeah, sometimes. But some people, if they're not in the play, they don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, some people make it off of talent their entire yeah. life, and then you get there, you realize that rant that the LeBron and them went on in the barbershop a couple of years ago about, like, some players in the NBA don't actually know how to play basketball. Yeah. Seems crazy, but it's, like, that's actually completely true. <laughs> if you yeah. put certain plays in certain sets, you realize, like, oh, they're good at this one yeah. thing. And Once you do a pin down and come on the backside. Like, huh? <laughs> Look at this. Did we get yeah. the ball in this play? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I think we'll uh, wrap this one up. Just uh, looking at the standing, some interesting things. Like I said, they did. it looks like they did add the play in line here. But, um, in the back of the East, the Cavaliers and Hornets, who I did not have, I had them, I had the Hornets fighting for a playoff spot, but they're yeah. seven and eight right now. Um, I think they're the only two teams that are kind of unexpected. 
But there's a lot of everything is very close. The Knicks, the yeah. Raptors started off trash and they're fighting their way back. They're yeah. actually only a game out of oh my gosh, they're yeah, they're only a game out of eighth. I think the Raptors are going to be there still in the playoffs. Okay. I thought they had gotten worse. Did you you have them in the uh, in the one, playoffs? Uh huh. Yeah, I think so. After losing Gasol, I mean, coming into the, front the season, court, knowing uh, they lost Gasol in the I had them at the bottom, but I had them in there. Yeah, because I saw some Raptors fans still expecting them to be like the two seed and shit. I was like, this is not. So a, who's the who's in the eight right now? In the eighth right now, who is the top eight in these? Yeah, you got uh, Philly, and Brooklyn is like right behind them. Milwaukee and Boston, so that kind of settled where it's where you would expect it. Right. Uh, you have the Pacers five and the Hawks six, which is interesting. Trey Young might be in the playoffs this year. Luka might not. It's it's happening. And then seven eight with, with is Cavs and Hornets, but there's so many fight between uh, nine. Uh, I, and I, I, so who, which one you see them drop? Which one you see dropping out the, the standings now? Out of the eight, yeah. <clears throat> I think when it's all said and done, I think Toronto is going to get one of these eight spots. I think and the Hawks going to drop. I think the Cavaliers are going to drop out. I, I have the Cavaliers dropping out, not the Hawks. No, I, I think you know that this year with because at least they've been able to keep Capello. They lost good. Capello, nice. Yeah, Gallinari and uh, what's his face Bogdanovich. I'm not sure when Bogdanovich is coming back. Um, I think the Hawks are going to be able to hold the fort this year. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of going to hold the fort with Trey Young. They kind of need to. Uh, but even though the Cavs are nice, they are still the they, Cavs. Yeah, they're still Cavs. <laughs> they don't know what's going on with Drummond yet. What they're going to do with him? I heard buyout being floated around last week. Not sure how that benefits them. But what are the Knicks at? Right there, ninth. They are ninth, and they're half a game out of eighth. Yeah. So you see, somebody's gonna. Yeah. This play thing. This playing thing is gonna be like crazy because uh, it goes right now from from seventh seed to thirteenth uh, right? seed oh, is shit. literally uh, two. It's a, it's a game and a half from okay. seventh. And the Miami Heat are down there at thirteen, so they gotta eventually. You gotta think they're gonna get is, healthy. Yeah, I like this system because you you can't take days off, man. Yeah, not at you all. You need every win. Yeah, every single win you can get. And the I Peter Rod and his Magic's man, I feel bad. Yeah, for him, bro, I watched them. I got I went to the Kings game, yeah. and that's the only team I've ever almost fallen asleep on in real life is the Magic. Like right now, they got without, crazy injuries though. A lot of yeah, that's what I'm saying. Without Isaac. Without uh, Folds, it and was they got, gone. Like, the other players banged up and shit. It's starting right James in us. Right yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, bro, like the Magic presentation in arena is nice, but like I that ass was not yeah, into that at all. And man. I had good seats too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and yeah, you assume the Miami Heat are going to sneak back in. That Maryland vote is going to hit, and Miami yeah. is going to be from like 13th to like eventually yeah. they're going to be in the playoffs so as long as they can keep their guys for a good amount of time. The Western Conference, the Clippers are first seed right now. Again, nobody mm. talks about it like that because nobody cares. Yeah, but, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Utah is second behind them in front of the Lakers by barely. But yeah. the Denver Nuggets rounded out at fourth. They've gotten Jokic has muscled them into a top four seed right now. The Grizzlies are fifth. They've had a lot of postponed really? games. Yeah, see, the, the thing is, they've had a lot of postponed games. Like, it looks like they've played, uh, like, six less games yeah, than they, the Nuggets right now. Yeah, they've got six games, got postponed. Yeah, so once they make that up, I think, like, they might. But I gave them credit because, like, the fact they lost John Morant for three weeks and they didn't have Jaron Jackson either, and they didn't, like, completely see, that's tank. my problem. How you do standing if they ain't playing enough games? Say what? Why are they that high if they, they, they missed? They well, missed that's them. why, because they haven't had the opportunity to, to lose a lot of games. Like, right Whoa, now. Man. Huh? Whoa. Yeah, like, but right now they've lost less games than, like, the Nuggets. You know, the Nuggets have eight losses. Grizzlies have six. But once they play more, that'll even out. Okay. Again, mail-in vote. Shit is going to – some it. of these teams think they're going to be in the playoffs. I don't think they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Suns are 10-8. and eight. They've missed Devin Booker. I thought it would be better this year. Well, Devin – yeah, I mean, even – yeah, Devin Booker hadn't been great while he was playing. He hadn't been, like, how I expected. Yeah. But him and Chris Ball hadn't – I don't think they've been amazing, but yeah, they're still a playoff team right now. They're sixth seed, and Booker's been out uh, with injury. And then Portland seventh, and Golden State eight. 
their fight this they're they're a little bit more clear than the east like i said uh like you you go down here to the mavericks again they're three full games out of eighth right now so play-in is gonna who be else, who else down there uh spurs are right behind golden state houston won five straight they got all the depot they have a nice okay. team john yeah, Wall, depot christian Wood's wood nice man. yeah i think they pause on that i think they're gonna uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think they're gonna uh <laughs> i think they're gonna um fight for the rockets are gonna fight for a playoff spot i, yeah, I pretty yeah, much yeah. fully expect that uh, OKC, they are actually in eighth for a little bit. They're two games out now, but uh, I expect them to fall a little bit more. Man, they got, the, they got a future. And then, yeah, absolutely. And then Kings, Mavericks, but the Mavericks are behind the Kings right now. A lot of weird shit, man. Because yeah. of COVID, a lot of weird shit. But yeah. it'll probably, uh, probably make itself more clear. Well, either way, this podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Link is in the comment section in the description for that. Um, Eric will probably be on some more podcasts, but it seems like we're going to be working with a locker room app soon as well, doing like live rooms. So, um, yeah, I'll actually he had reminded me I'll even be able to get Rod on that possibly since yeah. we don't actually have to be in the same room for that to work out. So, be on the lookout for that. Uh, rate the show five stars, share it, like, comment, sub, all that good stuff. We'll see y'all next week. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers. And 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.